There was like two or three albums right there in the 80s where they were just, they were so thinly mixed. Yeah. Like Presto was, Hold Your, F- Hold Your like Fire kind of was. Is that mine? Yeah. I remember the boys, uh, the Banks Boys band did um, Show Me, Don't Tell Me. That was also a little thin. I mean, Presto yeah. just had like a like a thin, heavy sound. I'm like, bro. It's like they basically, and Justice for All, they're the weight in the mix, kind of. Sounds bad to say it like that, doesn't it? Look at that. Look at it. Just look at it. Every almost last almost drop. nailed it. Oh, good to the last drop. Like a champion. Isn't that Senka? He emptied or Folgers. It. Folgers uh, is that good was to the Folgers, last. yeah. And it's a coffee liquor, so that. Yeah. I think Senka was more in, instant coffee. It was like you just took like a spoon and some boiling water and you put it in a cup and you just, just drank it. Senka. It's Remember fine. those commercials, man? They were fucking hilarious, those coffee commercials. Yeah. There was a big can of coffee in there. They crack it. Yeah. Ooh. It's, like, it's almost like it's got cocaine in it or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Shall we clinky this clinky at the clinky? What's that? Yeah. All right, boys. Black roast. Cheers. This is Warning. This show has been found to be extremely off-putting, irresponsible, and exhausting. Listener discretion is advised. Yummy. Uh, yummy. That's sad that the bottle's empty. Hit me straight right in the yeah. Gotcha. Ooh. Fucking A, man. Welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerder podcast with, mm-hmm. with a little delicious bit of a... anesthesia. Yeah. Be the cracking black roast over there. We got the billium. That's me. Sadly, looking at the bottle that's empty, we got the Russell. Hey, everybody. Who's also sadly looking at the bottle. And we got the Wheeler. Looking at the bottle with glee, not glee. I'm glad we finished it. Yeah, we might need to, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to do an episode with just nothing but that. Yeah, just the cracking. Here's well, that's what we'll do. We'll do like the clinky, and then we'll have like a like a like an eight ounce cup, and just like sip on that one the whole time. Ah, what aren't we approaching the uh, the diaries? Diaries of a Madman? No, the one-year anniversary. Oh, the Chronicles? Yeah, the Chronicles. Oh, yeah, we are. So we're going to have to definitely... Uh, up the ante. Up the, yeah. Up the dosage next time. Yeah, because I think I figured out the last time it was like it was just a slight... It's kind of like, when you know when you watch like black and white footage we're and not it's gonna got do just the a microdose. touch of color? No, we're, we're going to macro We're going to actually eat caps. And then... We're we'll, going to macro dose. We'll have to get everything kind of written out so build it and uh, <laughs> lose concentration. We'll, we'll put it on like a big poster board thing over yeah. here. <laughs> this button does this. this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, fuck it. Just, hey, let's see what happens. Wing like, a prayer. Hey, man, just press the one that looks like it's radiating at you. It's like, all right, That's man. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> This one was like a heartbeat. It's forming a car. It's, forming, it's making a kaleidoscope, dude. Fuck you. So uh, we're, you know, we're gonna plan that you got, out. You got any? You got any reflections, Russell? Uh, or you want to tell, talk about this episode's beer of the episode? Let's do that. Let's do the beer. Yeah, let's From do the, the beer. Fucking town of the national championship. Fucking sports dog words. Thank you, sir. See, uh, brilliant. Just sports this words. This week's beer of the episode comes to us from Athens, Georgia, at the Terrapin Brewery. Um, yeah. This one's a little different. It's a Berliner, Berliner style. Uh, Berliner Weiss style. Weiss. Weiss. 
uh, yeah. brewed with tea. It's called Tea Time. It's got a picture of a golf ball with flowers and teas and things going on. Flowers on it? Yeah. It's like and an it, inverted star and a yeah. star on top of it, too. You're going to have to give it a little crack there because I already opened mine oh, yeah. there. Uh, I think it's refreshing. Uh, this would be a beach beer, low 4.0 ABV. And the verdict. It's not bad. Yeah. You can taste a little bit of tea. It needs almost a lot of like lemon. A, you know, it'd be perfect. I bet if you took that and that mango cart and blended them together, you'd oh. have like perfect blend. Could be. <laughs> Picture day. Like Ricky Bobby. Those. I don't know what to do with my hands. It's not bad. The tea is almost like a little. It's not it's tart or twangy. It's yeah. got a tea flavor, but it's it's almost like an unsweet tea flavor. Honestly, I think this coming out of a cooler that with ice, you know, out in the hot sun would be a really refreshing beverage. Yeah. It would wash down that big kahuna burger just nicely. Nice. If it had just a touch of sweetness, it would be perfect. I yeah. I put the, tea, some bit, the tea's nice, but. Uh, yeah. I put uh, some big kahuna burger shirts on my little shirt site they've been selling. Yeah. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think, if, if you had to look back on, on the old Pulp Fiction, what do you think a big kahuna burger would be in line with, like that we're familiar with, like a Five Guys or. Well, it's Hawaiian, right? Yeah, so it's it would have Hawaii, to have like a, a Hawaiian, Hawaiian, Hawaiian. So it's got to have like spam and pineapple on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue sauce, raw. Yeah, a little bacon, yeah. a little pig face from out underneath the bun. Maybe not spam. Maybe just a uh, pineapple. Spam just sounds gross, man. I don't know if I can do spam. I've you never like, eaten it. Not going to start. You ever put pineapple on your pizza? I've done that. I like it. It's not bad. Yeah. Not a fan. I don't like pineapple. Oh well, there you go. I don't like pineapple juice. But uh, pineapple juice, juice, juice. Okay, yeah. It's gonna say maybe it's a fucking Hawaiian breed of Jew, dude. Yeah. I don't know. No problem. It's not it. racist. Well, it could be from there. Good people. Which, by the way, you know that Hawaii. Some how the fuck are they on fire? Uh, harp. Is it harp or did a volcano have like a blood burp out there? No, I it think was it was volcano. I think it was a direct uh, beam uh, from harp. I think there's. <laughs> I don't. I don't doubt it. I mean. Uh, it's funny how a lot of people like naysay about the conspiracy theories and then about <laughs> four to six months later it's like oh all that shit's true okay oh, so you weren't full of shit I was, I was kind of naysaying I was being a little bit facetious really? with the whole harp thing but no I'm just kidding uh, you think it's volcanoes is that what they're saying I thought it was yeah. uh, it could be could be uh, there's some sketchy footage though, but there's, there's some, some where it shows like everything's burned down but there's trees I'm like okay wait so everything burned down but the trees are okay well what eh? Some scientists, scientists were saying, "Well, scientists. Well, of course, the everybody on a certain side of the aisle came out screaming. Uh, uh, climate change was the was Not the <laughs> it, it it exists, but it's it exists, but not in the way that they want you to think it exists. Well, we're ten thousand years coming out of a fucking uh, uh, ice age. Obviously, it's going to get warmer every year. Anyway." Um, but some scientists said, no, it has nothing to do with climate change. And what they're saying is bad land management. like Which uh, goes back to government. So well, no, it goes, back, it goes back to farmland that's no longer used. Right. And they didn't like maintain the land. So it's like a lot okay. of brush. Okay, so it's the banksters then. It's yes. It's the bank cartel that Most fucked likely. it all up. Like the, one, the, the guys that are fucking up uh, South America. You know, uh, mining for gold and that kind of well, shit. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's how bankers do, I guess. They can have all the money in the world. Uh, all of it. Yeah. Which they're coming for. They're coming for all of it. Did y'all see the video of the purple fire up in, uh, 
Well, somewhere up north with the Purple Canadian fire? the Canadian fires that were going. Man, they get all the cool fires up there, eh? Well, there's a video, and I don't know if it was doctored or what, but you see all the smoke coming off of it, and it's like a day-glow purple. We don't got no orange fires up here, eh? We got, like, fucking purple fire. I think the fire itself might have been orange, but the smoke was purple. Purple smoke? Holy shit. Oh, wait. I was going to say, it's not the actual thing. No, that's some kind of... What does it mean when a fire is purple? I don't know, but it was cool. Magic of rebirth. Wisdom of the eagles. (laughs) Seriously. Literally. Oh my God. Literally. No. Uh, <laughs> Russ's reflections. Nothing really going on. Oh, did I- <laughs> we didn't ask, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Jump right in. Well, you, you said something earlier before we did the beer, and it just kind of stuck. You got uh, caught bank over. Bank cartels, conspiracy theories, harm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Purple fire. Purple fire. Posers. Counting Big Kahuna burgers. Mm. Big Kahuna big, <laughs> big crows. Big Kahuna crows. We, ca- we counted and left. And we yeah, count, we counted to four songs and said bye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did. We talk about this on the dude. Did he throw videos. one of his dreadlocks out? He didn't like, have dreads, but he, he did have hair again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool though if they did that? Like, all right, thank you, good night. He like rips one off and like throws it out in the crowd. Somebody's like, got one of his dreads, bro. Like one of my new things I watch. What do you call it? Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like these shows that come on Vice, the Vice Network. And they're called like the my favorite are Dark Side of the Ring. It's all these stories about wrestling through the eighties and nineties. Uh, you know, really. it's brother, good brother, shit. Brother, brother. But everybody was on coke. Everybody was on drugs. Brother, lots of drugs. You yeah, brother, brother. Ball, brother. Yeah, yeah, lots of that. Brother, 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 brother. And uh, so, but there's one called Dark Side of the nineties, and then there's Dark Side of the two thousands. But the Dark Side of the nineties was one of the episodes was about the Viper Room. Uh, on the Sunset Strip, it's like uh, Johnny Depp bought it, and it was like his. Uh, yeah, and I've actually been there. I saw uh, Steel I Panther there before they were Steel Panther at the Viper Room. Yeah, they were oh, metal shops. Fucking awesome. Also, that was pre nine eleven too. Yeah, <laughs> so we got to fly out there with the you know TSA, making sure that you know we don't have any bombs in our shoes or whatever. Yeah, so it's fun. <laughs> But they, they did the whole thing about, you know, River Phoenix died right in front of the place, a heroin overdose. Yeah. But they were showing, and Adam Duritz from County Crows was one of the main guys they were talking to because he would go in there when they weren't on tour, and uh, he just liked hanging out. So he'd go stand behind the bar and bartend for free all night, but he was making, like, the other bartenders, like, killer money because people were tipping the shit out of Adam. It's because the, the power's in his dreadlocks, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you. But when he was talking, they, they kept – you know, this show was made fairly recently, and he had no hair. He didn't have the dreadlocks, and he Bald? just did not look like the same guy. Like at chemo all. style? Sure. It's shaved like a buzz cut. Okay, so like, okay, gotcha. But we went and saw him the other night. He had hair again, but not long enough for dreads yet. But it was kind of like just a big moppy mess on top. But anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about did this. They get a new it was singer? boring. Uh, Adam Duritz. That's uh, our new podcast. Great it's singer. Great songwriter. Really fucking boring concert, but that's just me. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Adam. Uh, you guys are good. Y'all need fire. Everybody yeah. needs fire. That's what it is. They yeah. need fire and explosions. Yeah. And it'll if, be if, better. If, and if, lots of makeup and high heels. And yeah. 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 Pill nose. But I mean. It's my favorite band. Yeah. Dude, we're doing, we're, by the way, we're going to do a kiss. Uh, we're going to do both Alive and Alive 2 dives the Fuck next yeah. time we do the Chronicles. <laughs> <Not Yeah. even. laughs> that's awesome. No, no, no. <laughs> well, we got to step it up because last time we did hair metal and we did kiss. Mm. We also did do metal massacre. So that was kind of, yeah. that was almost like a, a, a what was it? A, a mercy one for Bill. It's like, okay, I can only take so much you guys, right? Just 
Now give me a minute to come up for air. Okay. Okay, here we go. No more hair metal. Oh, I think we ought to do uh, hair metal, but the really fucking obnoxious hair metal. Like like all the stuff that failed after we one album. Do that. <laughs> yeah, we, do that. we did we did the stuff we secretly liked. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm talking about you got to go into like Bang Tango and uh, like Britney Fox and maybe some Vixen. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could be an episode. That'll sure. be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. What about you? Any reflections from you? Reflections? Yeah. Uh, I happened in Wheeler's World this week. Any live uh, stand up comedy? A little bit. A little, little, little bit of a show, maybe? A little, little bit. bit. <laughs> you still trying to kind of like ramp it up a little bit? A <laughs> little, little listen there? A little joke here, a little joke there. Yeah, a little joke there, a little joke there, a little joke everywhere. Mm-hmm. You need to go out to Austin. I've thought about that. I've actually had a couple people tell me that I should go do the Kill, Kill Tony, Tony show. I'm like, that would be interesting. I'm <sighs> sure. I bet there's hundreds of people every single night that try to do it and can't. You Probably, I mean? yeah. Just I mean, because I, there's so many people. I've seen I've yeah. seen a few clips. They where drop it's like your names in like hat. Yeah, he only pulls yeah, out some right. buckets. You probably have to go like stay out there for like a few weeks At or least. a month to yeah. be able. Yeah, to yeah I'm sure they've got eons and eons of waiting time. Yeah. But I don't know. But with the uh, the look, the the look, it might the get you beard. Because I don't know this for a fact, but every episode I've watched, it seems like some of the people they pull out of the hat. They pull out of the hat on purpose, right? You know what right. I mean. So, what do you mean, like, uh, like oh, somebody's gonna kill him? Just gonna do it? Yeah, okay. Well, or they see him walk in, or they see them yeah. put the. Because, like I said, one episode I watched where they had this really hot uh, girl who wasn't funny, but she had been on. Well, she was like a Seattle news person at one point in time, right? And what's his name? Not Tony, but the one uh, Brian Redman. Oh yeah, he already knew who she was when she walked on stage. He's like, yeah, he used to be on the something something news up in Seattle. He, something something news. whatever it was, but he knew who she was. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to something something news. She also happened to be wearing, uh, you know, Daisy Dukes with a red tank top. There you go. And had kind of thick legs with big <sighs> breasts. Sadly, there's almost like a weird thing where it's like most, especially if they're really attractive, most good-looking women are just not that funny. Yeah, some of them are hilarious. Some of them are. Wendy Cummings is pretty, and she's funny as shit. But some of some of them are kind of just like that one that you know from Atlanta. She was really funny, the blonde. Oh, Catherine. Yes, she's great. Yeah, she's she's quite funny. If I can joke about the uh, like, basically getting when they went on the uh, cartel yacht or whatever down in Florida. Oh, Salt Daddy. Yeah, (laughs) she was great. (laughs) I laugh. I think my problem is is that I've almost. I almost get more of a thrill of seeing how fast I can make people leave, leave. <laughs> or like really fuck with them until they actually get it. You know, like the other night I was talking about, you know, one of the ways that, you know, well, like for example, one of the ways that pedos can help the world is, uh, you know, they can help keep people warm because <laughs> they can set them on fire to keep them warm and they can also feed the hungry. After you set them on fire to keep warm, you cut it up like some pulled pork, throw some sauce on it, give it to folks, tell them it's Kobe beef or whatever. You said pedo, but you mean cannibal. Yeah. Whatever, dude. No, I'm saying you could still, they don't have to know that it's people. I'm just saying we could feed the hungry with that. Oh, with pedos. Yes. Okay. USDA pedo. Yeah. 
all in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book, which apparently is well over 100 pages. I don't know if y'all knew that or not, but it's like I, over 100 pages. It's tremendous. It's huge. It's unbelievable. I mentioned this like very briefly in the last uh, episode, but kind of quickly. Last weekend? Yeah. Last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, lately, because it's summertime, and I love Sublime in the summertime. Hey, dig rhymes. Yeah. But their song, uh, The Wrong Way, uh, Annie's 12 years old and two more, she'll be a whore. Nobody ever told her it's the wrong way. But at one point, he's like, a cigarette pressed between her lips, but I'm staring at her tits. It's the wrong. He's a 12-year-old. He's a fucking pedophile. <laughs> oh, wow. The song's wrong. Yeah. It is now. Now that I've heard it, it's yeah. totally wrong. Yeah. And he takes her to the can. <laughs> Strong if I can, but I am only a man, so I take her to the can. It's the wrong way. <laughs> that, that means anal, by the way, I think. Uh, he said, uh, yeah, he went in the wrong way. He said, believe me, shit was tight. It was the wrong way. Yeah. That's a Pino song. That's why you got to use the lube, man. You yeah. got to use it. Anyway. Uh, uh, Back to the pedos. Oh, speaking of pedos, there's a, another show. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to create a show, and the lead character's name is going to be Pete Ophile. <laughs> He's going to be Irish. But this was a, a show that's coming on that, that Max app again, and it's called Very Scary People, and there's like a three-episode uh, series on fucking John Wayne Gacy. What a fucking creep, man. That guy was awful. Oh, and everybody in the neighborhood loved him. Nobody, he was the guy. He was the guy that threw all the parties. He was friends with the mayor. Well, fucking oh. BTK was a damn deacon at his church, right? <laughs> but fucking like, Casey was like, uh, he was a big time contractor in their town. He would do like, of course, the clown shit. He would do children's parties, dressed as a clown, and uh, and then meanwhile, he every night he's going up and picking up a young man and uh, fucking him and killing him and burying him in his uh, crawl space. <sighs> They ended up, I think they pulled 29 bodies out of his crawl space. Uh, wow. And then they've pulled more out of the room. He ran out of room in his crawl space to bury people. And uh, while they were investigating, before they nailed him, he was constantly getting visited by the police. Constantly? Oh, well, yeah. That is, after somebody complained about him. The smell? <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, the cops were in his house. He didn't invite them in and talk. And he was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. I don't know why y'all are fucking with me. But... Uh, one of the investigators said that the fucking furnace kicked on yeah. and a waft of smell came up oh, from his, boy. he said at that moment, because he had, like barbecue? this guy had worked in a morgue. Like, Ooh, when he was like young. in a crematorium? Yeah, and he knew that smell immediately. Yeah. And right then they left his house, went to get a a, a, warrant. a warrant, and yeah. then they started digging I can't up. believe they didn't just like arrest him on the spot and hold him. Well, but you gotta have they something. They had to have something, yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Of course, that was what back in the seventies and eighties when law actually meant something. Like Seventy eight. Yeah. Think, See, law doesn't mean shit now. It's just here. Here's the way law has become. Okay, law has become such that you could be breaking a law just standing on the corner of a road and uh -huh. have no idea because either everything is critical or nothing is critical. But law has gotten now to where it's like it's. It's like getting an email from someone that's super high importance and in bold print and underlined and italicized and it's got a follow-up flag and all that shit. And it's like every fucking email comes through like that. It's like, all right, so mm. everything is against law. Everything's crime. Everything you're going to have to go to court for. Well, Everything I think fucking, fucking killing people is a crime, though. Well, that's actually a crime, but I'm Not talking about like... Well, they were. Some of them were uh, below uh, 16 or whatever, so... You can't fuck any way except missionary in Georgia, apparently. Yeah, you can't ride a horse while eating ice cream either. 
Bullshit. I've tried it. <laughs> it's a law in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Had somebody ride in reverse cowgirl when I was driving that horse, but Atta, I did it. boy. That's right, baby. Was she eating ice cream? <laughs> 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 she was trying no. to. Her mouth kept going. <laughs> Daddy, let me lick the cone. No. <laughs> she tried. She uh, failed. Yeah, so there's that. We got any uh, shit uh, voicemails, emails, anything? Or are we clear? Uh, I don't think so. The only shit I, I recall was we got a something on the book. Oh, yeah? From, uh, let's see, we did get an email here. I don't know what they sound like. They sent us a message a while back from Embering Effigy. Oh, it's a band. Yeah. We love your podcast, and I was wondering if y'all could plug our festival on the podcast. You guys are great Atlanta metalheads, and that's what this festival is about. Yonder Ways Metal Fest is a festival for local bands to awaken the metal scene in the South. You know what? Yonder think, Ways. That sounds pretty cool. I think my neighbor has something to do with this. Thank you, Embering Effigy. Um, I think maybe friends with him. or uh, He put a um, flyer on my door. Uh, they got some kind of. Remember what he did at his house a few months back? Oh, the dude. Yeah. The, yeah. All the. They're doing one in Auburn, very similar. Oh, okay. Yeah, not too far away with some bands. God, I wish I had the flyer with me. I'd read it out. I apologize, but I think he may have. That may be the thing he's talking about. The though. thing. Yeah, the one. The, you know the thing. Yonder ways. What you just mentioned. Yonder ways. Yeah. Effigy something. Yeah, embering effigy. Yeah. So. I just wonder if they get music or if it's just just the name of the dude. Uh. What's your first name, dude? Embering. That's interesting. What's your last name? Effigy. <laughs> All right. Be who you are, man. Uh-oh. That's what it means. Uh-oh. You got a message? I got a Reddit notification. See, I love it. Russell's got his phone with him at all times to respond to notifications and things that come through. But then when it's like, hey, man, what time are we going to get together for the podcast? What are we going to talk about? Four days later. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here next to my phone, but, you know, in my house, it's not always sitting right there. Or when I'm at work. In my house, I keep it in my crawl space next to the two bodies. Next to the bodies. All right, what am I looking for? Embering effigy or something on the Facebook. It's like Amber. She was from the South, and she spelled it with an E. You said it was in the book. You can look at the meta. It was embering, E-M-B-E-R-I-N-G, and then E-F-F-I-G-Y. Jesus, so glad you are fucking prepared. Dude, I can spell, man. <laughs> I went to school. You went to a like school. Like smart person. I know. Conyers, Georgia, by God. Conyers, dang old, right down to dang old fucking dang old street. My wife was working out there this week. Let's what, dang old here. Conyers? I like the logo. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Looks like they're hunting. Oh, wait. I'll go back up a little bit. There's a little... Uh, if you can scroll back down a little bit. Just, just a smidge up right there. The about... We uh, I'm not gonna read it that way. Uh, Groove thrash. thrash. I like that. I already like it. Uh, looking for a committed, aggressive drummer. Oh, advanced tracks were level preferred. They are booked through September, so they are a working band. Oh, you're on band mix. Okay, band mix is that like the new uh, eh. band camp kind of? It's a place to. Uh, is it a place for artists to actually make money? Because as I understand it, it sounds like they don't make shit on Spotify. It sounds like every artist is getting just gang-fucked on Spotify out of their royalties. Here we go. Let's go. That sounds like local metal. This is a show. Oh, no, it's not. Uh... 
That's like our practice room. <laughs> yeah. Feels like the late 80s again. We first started forming bands and doing stuff. Fucking great guitar sound. That bass player is a big old boy. He's a big fella. It's like my buddy Andy. Guitar looks like a ukulele. Bass looks like a guitar. It's like the it's like the exact opposite of Angus Young. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's you know it's heavy, it's groovy. I dig it. It's yeah. a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to hear some studio shit. Maybe a, check might, them out live. They're probably they, great. They might live. be working working yeah. toward that. Well, yeah, you know how rehearsal is. If you're always yeah. doing it, like if you're always doing it in yeah. the bedroom. I like the uh, logo. That's a cool logo. Yeah, it kind of has like a hunting kind of yeah. vibe to it. That's what I was saying, like deer antler kind of thing. I don't know. It's cool. It's, it's like it's like a deer antler throwing gang signs kind of. And the font status. Got to give yeah. them, give them some font love there. It's, it's like black metal, but you can still uh, read it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna look at that. Okay, all right then. Okay, Looking assholes. Okay, well, I, right. I guess it's a problem with it. We will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and look at it later. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's cool. Uh, thank you uh, for sending us the Embering email, effigy. Yeah. yeah. As you get more stuff, shoot it to us. We'll play it. Yeah. I like the, uh, like the Georgia metal bands. We do like to support. Yeah. So. Um, Yes. Well, are we ready? Uh, ready to jump in with both feet? I, say we'll do I, th- it. I think something? we're on the page and we're ready to go. Motherfucking, is it about time to do it? Oh come on! Now. Okay, so we've had we've even had requests for this. We did like a Canadian metal episode a ways back, a couple years ago. I don't know if it was right before the most deadly plague in the world started or like right after, but we did a Canadian metal. Yeah, and of course, Rush is kind of where all Canadian metal originates for sure. And of course, heck, if we, you know, it took, I figured this way. It took us this long to get to Mastodon. So yeah. it makes just as much sense that it took us this long to get to Rush. Right. And we're going to chop this bitch up into decades, too, because they've been around for they got uh, a lot of basically stuff. 40 years. So, yeah, we're going to chop it down. We're going to do the 70s first. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Three piece band from, uh, where are they from? Alberta? <sighs> I think it's Toronto. Uh, Toronto. I know they're uh, above Michigan somewhere. Yeah, well, that's, they're still. You know what? Technically, they're still part of North America. Oh, they absolutely are. Yeah, just like we are part of South America. Uh, Three-piece band. First album. What was the drummer on the first album? John Rutzi. Okay, thank you. And he left after I think he had some some health issues, and he had to he had to bail. Something the the touring lifestyle just wasn't good good for him. Or, I don't think so. Yeah, there's a documentary somewhere. Oh, it's Beyond the Lighted Stage, I That's think. That's a good one. It's excellent. Yeah. If you have not seen that. it, go yeah. Yeah. enjoy it. It's oh, good. yeah, you need to watch it. it. It's got it's every metal who's who you can think of. It's in there. I mean, Jack Black's in there. Talking about Rush. Kirk, yeah. Kirk yeah. Hammett, Trent Reznor, you know, guys from Dream Theater. I mean, they're all talking about Rush. And it's the story, too. It, like, it, it tells the story of them coming up. and Their arc from the very, very yeah. beginning all yeah. the way up to super mega ultra stardom. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You would like it, Russell, I promise. See. 
I will check it out. I don't know why I'm tonight. speaking this in French because I don't think that Toronto is French. It might not be French. It may not. But you know what? For the three piece, they've got the biggest sound. Oh, they put out of so much. Any music. three piece. Just if you listen to that, you could not believe that, oh, it's three people. It's like, okay, how are they going to do it live? Are they going to be able to pull it off live? It's like, no, they fucking pull it off live. They do yeah. it. Yeah. They do it. Um, amazing. They, they are the example of a band where I think that the next evolutionary step to have like tentacles, like multiple tentacles. Yeah. needs to be modeled on them. Because there's probably like a fucking alien band in like another dimension. The Rush is like their favorite band and they don't, they believe that it's like 20 different musicians. It's like, no, it's just three dudes, man. It's just three. How did they have so many past members? Oh, when they first started, I guess they probably went through a few people. Yeah. Well, okay. and well, it's weird. They've also got did they have, well, I guess they've now, since they're technically retired, I guess the original members are also also the past, past members. members. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, a little weird. Yeah. The first one, when they first played them on the radio, people used to think it was Zeppelin. Because <laughs> his voice. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's Zeppelin. Seriously. Now, and they were kind of riding on that. I think their first couple albums were kind of in that blues. Um they were, they were more bluesy. They got more proggy, though. Yeah. After The first one's more kind of rock and roll, and then after that, it starts kind of getting more into the prog space. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not familiar with the, the first album, Rush. I, I, I do know Fly By Night, but I don't think I've heard anything from the first album. How about a little killer opener, Finding My Way, because that's a, yeah. it's a good way to open. Working Man, everybody's heard. That's that was like on the, the first album? Yep. Yeah. Okay, then I know that. You've heard that one yeah. for sure. I've actually played that song. It's fun. In a way, Finding My Way kind of sounds like them. 73. Wow. When they recorded it. Hey, fun fact, you know who they toured with in the 70s, Bill? Black Sabbath. Uh-uh. No, who? Uh, Bill's favorite band. Oh, Kiss. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I did see that poster. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck you guys, man. He loves Kiss. Kiss is a good band. What's your problem? Why are you going to hate on Kiss all the time? Yeah. God. So weird. <laughs> even, for, even for this album, I mean, this was Working Man was the second longest song on this album. It's a seven song. minutes. This has a bit of a Zeppelin kind of sound to it. I can kind of hear that. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, hey. There's A in there somewhere. Bullshit now. See, it still kind of sounds like Rush. Yeah, but like earlier. The bass lines he plays while he's singing. That's mind blowing. It's like, I don't know how he does it. He separates his vocals completely from the instrument because I have the hardest time doing that. How about a little working man? Yeah, that's such a great song. Everybody's, no, everybody's heard that song. I hope. Dude, they played that on Isaac Truck in the daytime. <laughs> It is. It's fucking heavy as shit, too. Yeah, this is the song that made them. Yeah. 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 Bigly. Bigly. It's tremendous. 
This song absolutely made him tremendous. It was huge. Yay. Sounds like early seventies. Oh, it is working working its way through seventy three. The year I was born. It's almost weird hearing the vocals in each ear separately. I wonder if that's one track doubled or two tracks. I think it's two. play this in the radio all the time because it sounds almost identical but you know those guys are good at doing that so all right so this was 74 i think when it came out right they they recorded 73 and released in 74 got it and i think uh fly by night might have come out the same year no it was 75 because it was like on that uh beyond the lighted stage the documentary yeah apparently it was like the other drummer is out. Neil joins, and it's like they've got two or three weeks to like learn a bunch of shit for like a tour where they're playing in front of like thousands of people. Yeah, like ah, oh, just just out of the blue, okay. Hey, Valentine's Day, nineteen seventy-five, for all you romantic proggers out there, <laughs> a little fly by night, which is code for unzipping your pants. <laughs> That's what I call it anyway. You can definitely tell a difference in tone on this one because when the anthem opens, which is a killer opener, it uh, it's a different breed. Yeah, anthem. We went here fly by night too, but anthem. Anthem. This is yeah. fucking busy. <laughs> Automatic with the drums are light years ahead oh, yeah. of the other guy. I wonder if they knew. Hey, we got the best drummer in the world. <laughs> yeah. Phaser on the guitar. Yeah. He's playing that bass line while singing that. I know. It's not fair. (laughs) How 
does he fucking do that? Oh, if you really want to have your mind blown, put on beneath, between, and behind. Okay. So listen to how much he's singing, how much, how many words he's fitting in, and what he's doing on top of that. It's so crazy. That would be harder. What? The little middle spot? Yeah, because like in the chorus, it's going right along with what he's saying. It's like, yeah. Do, 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 yeah, that's do. true. But when it does all the when it's walking, counter, yeah, yeah, and its, it's voice is doing something different. That's, that's like math, man. That's like shapes and letters that, and fucking. It's the ability of shutting off two different instruments in your body. Like one of them's completely separated from. Because yeah. when well, I play can, and sing. It's when I start singing, it's usually I'm either chugging or strumming. You know what I mean? And works time. But you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm not playing Eddie Van Halen rhythms where it's all over the place while I'm singing. Holy shit, could you imagine doing that, trying to like solo like Eddie and sing? It's like that would be like the pinnacle of all right, you're a real musician if you can do all that shit and sing. But that's kind of what Getty's doing, though. Like the bass lines he's playing are fucking intricate. They're, they're it's not just he's not just riding the E string. No, he's, he's, he's never been that kind of bass player. Yeah. Like the guy from the Doors doing the bass line with this and the, the keyboard, the, or the organ player. Yeah, yeah. and the that's a and, lot. And the lead with this is like, right. doom, doom, yeah. you know. Well, that's a piano player in general. I never understand. I, I I've tried to play and I cannot separate the yeah. hands yeah. to be fair yeah. to be fair here we go well it, look i'm just trying to be honest to i be think fair. i think the reason he can't understand the keyboard part is the bass player part that's <laughs> affected his mind i mean he's a, he's a he's a musician he's a guitar player but i mean be. that bass playing part is the part that's it, that's the part that's tricking you up man and i think we should we should very clearly state that yeah getty lee plays bass but he also Plays keyboards. A piano and he's a singer. Yeah. So I mean he's he's pretty musician. sure he could probably play everything. He's an actual musician. Yeah. So he's really. a magician. Yeah. He's yeah. that too. All right. So what were you saying? A little fly by night, and then we'll we could do that. Jump on over to the Everybody's heard this on the radio. Yeah. This was a big radio hit for them. Fly by night on 96 Rock in the daytime. <laughs> Even a singer with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you know, Alex Lifeson's probably like the unsung hero in this band, but he's fucking great. His guitar tones always killer. Yeah. yeah. And he's a good Consistent. lead player. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. always played the right thing for the song. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of music from three people, that's for damn sure. So the next album. I like this one. Press Steel. This is the one that. This one's pretty good. It was it was dark and progressive. Apparently, when they were on tour, with, not received on well. Kiss back in the seventies, they played this for for the guys and Kiss, and they were kind of like, "I don't understand what are you what are you playing this for?" Yeah, I don't think this one was received that well. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It's actually a very good. It's very very proggy and it's it's heavy and it's kind of dark, but it is quite a bit to digest. So this is seventy five. So. That's one thing I miss about old school 70s artists, man. They could release two records in the same year. How fucking awesome would that be? Like if you're record buying public, I'm going to go buy buy one album and then a couple weeks later, I'm going to go buy the next one. Okay, we're going to listen to the Necromancer. You never heard it? Uh, I think you would like. That's basically Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, it's not The Hobbit. Well, or The Hobbit. Bastille Day. A little Bastille Day to open it. Yeah, killer opener. So, yeah, it's basically a concept yeah. album. Yeah, I mean, there's five songs. Yeah. Well, the Necromancer's got three parts, and it's 12 minutes long. The Fountain of Lambnet's got six parts, and it's 20 minutes long. This is Bastille Day. I think it really started on Fly By Night, but I mean, he pretty much became the lyricist dude. Yeah. Yeah, Necromancer, the only thing about that, it does take a minute to get started, but it's got such a cool, dark vibe to it. Yeah, this just has dark and creepy all over it. Kinda, yeah. A lot of texture. One of these days, I'm going yeah. to cut you and turn it to pieces. <laughs> this is the Necromancer. It's Billy's Mega Mix. Oh, there is a part, maybe another minute or two ahead, that gets like heavier and faster, I think. Shreds of black cloud loom in overcast skies. It's Neil actually doing the voiceover. 
He views all his lands and is already aware of the three helpless invaders trapped in his land. <laughs> this is still the necromancer part two a oh, part two under the shadow it's one of those albums you gotta listen to the whole thing yes with relaxers yeah Bass line going on. Yeah. That's cool. I miss the 70s, man. I swear to God, whenever time travel gets to be possible, I want to go back and watch every concert in the 70s. Yeah, there's not a lot of music like that anymore. No. no. There's a little bit on the stoner rock kind of side. Yeah. More yeah. proggy. Just, yeah. If you're just looking for like obscure kind of whatever, you yeah. can find kind of the stoner rock is a little bit into that, but album rock is pretty much dead. Yeah. Unless you're into it, like, you know, the stoner circles do and the dune circles right. and still some metal circles, but for the most part, yeah. now it's like, oh my God, I'm just going to get download the single. I just want to, I just want to hear whatever the new single is. The single. <laughs> Play the single. That's how people talk, Russell. Seriously, don't you know? It's a single. Don't talk like that. Seriously. Have you, have you seen that? The only people that talk like that. <laughs> have you seen the fucking, there's one of those, like, the, the journey is the part you always remember anyways. And, you know, the Miley Cyrus thing. I actually saw that actual, like, what that comes from, mm-hmm. which is kind of a, a poignant little moment. And she just kind of like, oh, it's kind of matter of fact. But there's one where it's, you know, her doing that. And it's that very stoned out, you know, the journey is the part you remember anyway. And then the next thing is, like, these two girls are talking to each other. They're like, right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. It's oh, nothing God, but vocal burn. Oh, it's painful. I'm like you'd love it. I'll pull it up so you can no, hear it. No, we're good. You we're know good. what? I'll put it on the microphone. That way it'll come right through. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All right. And this Seriously, next one. Pull it up. This was the breakthrough album. The iconic. Yeah. 76. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think? So the first album, 74. 75, yeah. you got Fly By Night and you got Caress of Steel. And then 76, you get 2112. Right. And this one, uh, this is where all their wavos dropped. I, I say, I say, we're gonna start off. We got to do it with the the tiddly, but we got to let it get up to at least the temples of C rings. Yeah, the priest. Because that whole first side's just a. That's the one thing that was so awesome about the seventies and Rush specifically. Like you could have one whole album side is nothing but one song. Well, when I was watching the, um, there was an episode of classic albums where they were going over twenty one twelve, and then the the intro, the overture, 
uh, I didn't even, I never thought about this, but right towards the end of, uh, before they go into the temple of Syrinx, it's, um, overture 1812. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, they're like, this is our overture 1812. We had to throw in some Tchaikovsky in there. I was like, that was, that was pretty fun. Well, I think the way they can get away, get away with that too, is because I don't think there's any, yeah, there was no copyright stuff back yeah, in the 17 and 1800s. It's right? all free. Back in 1812. Yeah, it's all public domain now, I believe. But it's like it might be fuck. That might be Tchaikovsky's Black Album. You never know. Could have been. been. Could have been. been. Yeah, for sure. So uh, all right, this is my new song. It's called 1812 Overture. <laughs> Hope you like it. Ooh, spacey, creepy black holey. Not black holey, but you know, like black hole ish. It's not you. Just trying to clarify, dude. This is what I imagine space actually sounds like. There's no sound in space. Sounds like this, dude. We need a a hookah. (laughs) Yeah, we do. With some pineapple kush or mango kush. Yeah. Damn it, Bevis, that sounds awesome. Giant in the studio to do that. Talking about. 
very dry. Water and another beer? Beer, please. Please. And thank you. Green. Thank you. Oh, that one. Okay. So is this one of the first progressive rock and or metal bands? I would probably say so. Yeah. I mean, Floyd was also progressive. They were kind of psychedelic, and then they kind of started gradually moving into the progressive yeah. stuff after David Gilmore joined. And then, of course, Yes was progressive back in the day, but they were more kind of orchestrated right? and not quite as heavy, maybe, as Rush. Are you all right there? How's that beer? Too hot? How's that beer for you? Is it chunky? Tell us, boy. Wag your tail. Blink twice for Yes. Or... That's fucking weird. Uh-oh. Here, take a second. Uh, uh-uh. Well, he's scared of your cooties. Well, now that you said no, nah, now that you said it's fucking weird. You know what? Pour, pour a little bit in there. Just a He's touch. Definitely scared of your cooties. Yeah. Well, he's had COVID four times and died all, th- all four times. Came <laughs> back. So, oh shit. Oh dude, it's fucking. Oh my. Oh, it's not okay. <laughs> and the verdict. <laughs> I don't know if I like it or not. Same. It's weird. <laughs> and that bothers me to say those words because I don't think you can ever say those words in a context you see what it's where it's good. Spicy margarita gosa. gosa. It and tastes like it would be good to marinate something in, but... You can taste the pepper immediately. Huh. And it tastes <laughs> like... A, interesting. It tastes you like a taste, red pepper. Really? But You can taste the pepper immediately. Like, no, though, as soon as you... Okay, fuck off. Right. <laughs> yeah, Monte Poblano, what's yours? Oh, mine is a East Indian dehydrated chili. It's weird. It's got like the, you can taste the pepper and you can taste the beer. It's not a bad taste. I don't taste margarita. No, I don't taste that at all. <clears throat> it tastes like it's got like a hint of mint somewhere in there, but it's like, it's very, it's Ugh. bizarre. It's yeah. very bizarre. I kind of like the pepper though. <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, That's I like the pepper. <clears throat> I said pepper. I know, but we know what you mean. <laughs> I've like seen look. I've seen enough Chili's commercials to know what that little fucking. Uh, <laughs> I know what it means. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, sorry. It, we kind of interrupted the rush episode with the beer of the episode part two, but um, yeah, uh, is a terrapin spicy margarita gotha gotha goose. It's uh, strangely, strangely like odd. Yeah, I it's like very strangely it. Strangely odd. Well, it's well, when I took the first sip, I'm like, I don't know if I like or hate this, and then I took another sip. So I think I like it. I, I like it. It's kind okay. of the same, like when you're working with the uh, the echo chamber. Yeah, same deal. It tastes like a goddamn fresh pepper. It tastes like a bit of fresh jalapeno. Wow, it's not as hot, but the flavor of the pepper is like a fresh pepper. It does. I bet cooking with that would be good. Yeah, I bet it would probably work well if you cooked with it. Yeah. I don't know how Put you would cook with it. Chili. Put a little bit of that. It's weird though. It is weird. I don't know how I like it. I don't know if I could drink a whole one. Yeah, I'm gonna drink this whole one, but I could drink that. But I probably won't buy it again. I don't know. It's different. Sorry. It was in a it was in a combo pack. Well, you know what? Variety I, pack. I, I, I think say. I think this is totally fitting to hear uh the Twilight Zone. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. They're all good. We didn't hear the Temple of the Syrinx. It was it was close to yeah. where we left off, I think, on the overture. first heard them i didn't like his voice i didn't either it like grew on me over the years like yeah. I, I think some of the first rush i heard was like fly by night and spirit of the radio and just i didn't like him for some reason but as i acclimated to, this is like, yeah. like certain beers i didn't i didn't like guinness the first time i had it. i love it now yeah used to it yeah it's an acquired taste i was the same yeah. way when i was growing up and listening to everything mm-hmm. i didn't like rush yeah how about, no. how about a little bit of? Something? I like them now, though. How about oh, yeah. a little bit of something for nothing? It's a good rocking one. And and your chicks for free? <laughs> yeah. I want my MTV. This is the theme song for all those people that are working for tax money. Well, they recorded their first three albums in the same studio. This was recorded in the same same stu- place. It was their studio guys, their engineer's house. I think. I think he lived there. Or it's like recording in Canada where you walk out the front door and it's hey. minus 20 degrees. <laughs> yeah, but even the birds up there are like, good day. Do so many of those staccato hits. Yeah. You can hear the anger in the music though. Piper. Clicking my knee. For all the action is, man. But I wonder, like I you know, I'm in a cover band, and I, I mentioned it. Um, played bass with a player. really fun drummer the other day. Um, Actual musician. I wonder if it's like <laughs> for them, like when they're doing all those staccato hits, like the ba da 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 where they're just you know they're not playing straight. Yeah. Were they counting those, or did the or was the drummer just so fucking good? You. Like knew when he was going to hit, you know. Mm. Were, I think, I think were there symbols in between it that they didn't record, or they or they deleted? Like, it might, I mean, I don't know. I, I think maybe on some level it's got to be just chemistry. I mean, if you just yeah. connect musically, like the beginning of Overture, there's a lot of that where it's yeah. like bounce, bounce up. Yeah, you know, it's like were there counts in there that they took out, like clicks that they took out, or I doubt it. Well, but you know, though, I mean, like you know. Yeah, bass players may not understand this, but real musicians understand that. Like you can feel kind of where the dun, 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 right, dun, dun. 
Or maybe they just had Neil as a click track. He's just back there snapping his Yeah, fingers. but there's always that one dick that's a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's me. There is, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> there's always that one dick that's a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah. Good to know it again, man. His, his, yeah, his one starts right before my one. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> hey, that, that's like point nine. It's not even one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Are you counting in decimals? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Well, that was a good one. I think it's time to farewell to the Kings. Fuck yeah. See, they put out I so much shit. Tape. So 74, 1 in 74, 70. 2 in 75, 1 in 76, 1 in 77. Yeah. And this is a good one. It caught much is, yeah. I like this one. This may have been the first Rush yeah, it is the first one I ever owned. This was probably like the first when they started getting really into like the whole seventies, yeah, prog thing. Because like their their stuff started getting infinitely more complex. I mean, fuck, Xanadu was done I in one take. I saw a video. I don't know if it was a live uh, recording of them doing Xanadu, but that's what made. I went out and bought this tape, and it was like the first Rush tape I ever bought. But apparently, they recorded that song in one take. That's insane. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> wow. That's insane. We should we should let it play for a bit. Oh, yeah, let it kick in. Xanadu? Yeah. Oh, this could be the only one we play off this, but uh, we're we're gotta we gotta play a little bit of uh Cygnus X one. Okay. We could do closer to the heart too. God, just the guitar everything in this song is great. The one guitar, take. fucking one drums. Take. They recorded this in one fucking take. Well no. Like, um, you watch the Yeah. Yeah. That was one take, too. Oh, shit. You know, they just told her to do something. Dude, just know, go off. One yeah. take wonder. You know, the music's going to be a little dark, so just. Just be on that side of the moon. It's fine. And fucking boom, she nailed it. Nailed it. It sounds like a, you know, like a 40-year-old. Veteran, Bill Church you know, singer, yeah. Or, church yeah. singer, yeah. 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 This always has such a visual vibe to it. I can just imagine like seeing the pleasure dome, and it's oh yeah. This song is very um, visual. Visual, thank it's you. Visual. That's how they say it in French. It's the what is the it's decree by Kublai Oh, the, the yeah. spaceship. Yeah. yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. Mine? A racket over there? Yeah, this song's about that, like, uh, lore, like, uh, what is this? Not the monks, the Kubelkan. Yeah. Samuel Taylor Coolridge. Yes. Shout out. Here we go. It's a great riff. Sweet child before sweet child. Hey, easy.
Those are Duns. Dun. Oh yeah. yeah, especially then. He had like robes and shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be wearing the robe. You gotta right? have robes, man. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 like Gandalf. <laughs> Fucking Gandalf up there. Oh, it's Gandalf on Lee Base, isn't it? That's so weird. <laughs> it's like a jalapeno beer. <laughs> so weird. It's a jalapeno beer. Seriously. Does <laughs> drinking that make you feel like you're trapped within the pleasure dome? <laughs> kind of. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. What? Oh, no. What's the oh no? I feel bad now. Gonna have the Hell's Bells moment. Oh yeah. A little bit of vocals here. Dine on Honeydew. It's awesome. And begin. If I ain't Prague, I don't know what to tell you. No, but then. This song's awesome. Love this song. All right. If we got to turn it off. <laughs> <sighs> Such a good one. We can hear a little bit of Closer to the Heart, but we got to hear a little bit of Sickness Sex One. Closer to the Heart was the hit. Radio hit this single. One. Yeah. Closer to the Heart. Mm-hmm. Great vocals, too. Good guitar line. Oh, yeah.
Who was first? When did Chicago come out? Chicago. Late 60s? Is before that. Earlier. Yeah. They got a little prog, didn't they? Like, kind the of early, the early like Chicago night. stuff, I think, was pretty prog. They had like 10 people. And yes. Thing. Yes was really prog. Yeah. That's a lot to sing over as a bassist. Yeah. Uh, Philosophers and plowmen. Yeah. Holy shit, he was doing that before Hetfield. Yeah! Except yeah. he's doing it like eight <coughs> octaves of up. Yeah. All right, so the next one's about a black hole. Hold Cygnus. On, so I just... Looking uh, for it. Oh, you found something? Well, just, Rush trivia? No. No? Wait. Wait. No. There it is. Okay. <laughs> what was the first prog metal album? Yeah. This is according to Google, right? According to Google, somebody from... Um, on the old Google. Oh, service. Sabbath, buddy, Sabbath. Yeah, 73. Hmm. Well, I mean, there were some keyboards on there. Yeah. And then uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Jethro Tull. Yeah. yeah. So those Genesis. are more progressive rock. Yeah. Right. Well, that's probably where, like, the roots came from anyway. Uh, Uriah Heap, for sure. I think Rush, though, was kind of had that heavier... I don't think we've ever put... Have we ever played a Uriah Heap song on the show? We did, actually. I think 70... Oh, that's 70s, right. You're 70s right. metal episode, yeah. which we yeah. need to do another one of those, because... Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's hear a little bit of uh, Cygnus X1. Cygnus. Give it, give it a little minute to, to build up. This is definitely a fucking headphone album. This whole album. Oh, I bet. Oh, wow. Or Floyd. Who's the greatest prog rock band of all time? What do you think this is going to say? Rush. Or Floyd. Oh, Alan, Alan Parsons. Parsons. Dream Theater. Dream Theater could have been Fate's Warning. With Alan Rush. Parsons, wow. I think. Yeah, I don't agree with that list. You know what they say? Opinions are like assholes. <laughs> Everybody's dirty. Stinky. <laughs> Stinky dirty. Like how the bass kind of gradually comes up. 
gonna say fast forward maybe like a minute or so. into is crazy. goes into this crazy fast kind of heavy thing after this next part. Just let it go for a second. after this. Lifeson plays bass pedal synthesizers as well. Sort of. Alright. I just had to hear that. 
What was amazing is drum it, porn. Yeah, total, total <laughs> drum porn, dude. Every time I hear that, I come. <coughs> Get a little fucking drum bone. Not a trombone. No, drum bone. But a drum bone. Yes. Yeah, when I get trombone, it's a whole other thing, man. About Trump. Trump. (laughs) Trump bone. That's what I'm going to start calling the trombone, the Trump bone, just to piss people off. Just for fun. (laughs) Just see if they like it. I like that one a lot. All right, so the next one is 78. This will be the last of the 70s here. Which is Which means I don't get to hear Tom Sawyer. I have to wait till the next one. That's right. See? That way it... it don't worry, Russell. And you know, that's we'll funny there, because buddy. that's one of their most radio played songs, but it's fucking awesome. Yeah, but it that, is. It's just that beginning, the very beginning of that song. As soon as it comes in, it's just like, fuck yeah, this is going to rock. You can tell like immediately. It's going to rock. This song's going to be rad. I like how this album was basically, it was originally called Hemispheres Cygnus X1 Book 2 or something like that. May need to do a Twisted Sister episode eventually. That's what we'll do with the fucking next Chronicles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll combine Quiet Riot and Twisted Sister. (laughs) Quiet Sister. Because they're kind of in the same kind of thing there. Twisted Riot. It's going to be a Twisted Riot. (laughs) I think it's going to be a Twisted Riot. You got okay, so I figured out something. If you listen to the first maybe thirty seconds to a minute or so of, of the first track on this, which is Hemispheres, there's a chord yeah. Rush has it in all their music and it's I call it the I don't call it that. I'm sure somebody else called it the rush chord. It just has that extra there's something about the sound of it, like nobody else in rock or metal has that sound. But when the chord hits it's kind of like when Tony Iommi does like a doomy fucking thing. It's like that's a fucking Sabbath thing, right? This is a fucking Rush thing. Well, that one riff, da 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 da. That's in a bunch of their songs. Yeah, you know that same little kind of da 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 da. The movement, yeah. yeah. But this is like the actual chord. The sound of the chord just has that sound. This one's only eighteen minutes. It's only we won't listen. Atmospheres. Yeah, just listen a little bit at the beginning. Is there any deuce. radio song? There's no radio songs in this album. Yeah, there? circumstances oh, of the, the trees, I think, maybe. Isn't that just a strange chord? like to hear Metallica cover this <laughs> just for fun that would be odd yeah even that one that's yeah. a lot of songs balls in the way I hate it when that happens yeah always pain jump on over to uh yeah. circumstances step right on over there to circumstances here, step, right o- step right over there let's give this one like the first chorus then we can wrap it up I don't know if I've ever heard this 
You've probably heard it. I'm sure they played it on the radio. right here. Yeah, I don't think I ever heard this. Yeah. I like it. Fucking French. They got French right there in the fucking vocals, man. He said so. Plus au change, flee flee flee. had to be a single right what one of these had to be a single right i thought they played this on the radio i'm pretty sure i heard circumstances on the radio there is unrest in the forest Birds and stuff flying around out there. Tweet, tweet. Tweeters in the trees. Trees. It's kind of it is about trees. Yeah. But you know what? It's one thing about Rush. All their lyrics are very, you can like learn stuff from them. It's like right. I feel smarter after I listen to Rush. Okay. I know it's a big stretch. That's fair. A lot of y'all probably think so too, but these two knuckleheads, they're like, dude, you need to listen to like way more Rush like all the time. Yeah. Would you listen Seriously. to a lot more Rush? Like, it's like, could you listen to it like in your sleep so you can get smarter while you sleep? I think Seriously. they call that osmosis. Their proggy stuff is really good. Yeah. But the songs that are tried, uh, you know, other than the ones that are, quote, you know, the hits or whatever. Yeah, the radio yeah. Like songs. To me, those two right there, they kind of sounded like the other songs. Yeah, they do have a lot of it's stuff just, that's similar. You know, the way that he's singing <laughs> and the music, it's kind of the same. The melodies. But, right, but because you know the other songs that are already hits, so it's kind of sounding like that to me. Well, it's interesting because, like, their sound is sort of... Just because how he sings. Yeah. Because the 80s was different like the 80s kind of started off with all right we finished all this crazy 70s prog stuff and now we're going to start pulling it back a little mm-hmm. and they started making it more mainstream and simplified and yeah you know they were done with the 20 20 minute you know it's kind of like after metallica did justice it's like yeah well no more eight minute songs or nine minute songs now we're going to do the black album yeah so like everything they did after this was their black album. So like moving pictures was their black album. Kind of, I, I would kind of argue that it is. Well, okay, say what you want. Oh. I don't even have to defend it. I'm like, you know what? There's I'm in nothing, pain. There's nothing wrong with so that. So, really? Yeah, dude. If your balls were that full, you could have just told me. I should have went, but you know, sometimes I just don't. <laughs> I understand what it's like, man. It's a long walk and all of that stuff. It so. is a long walk. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us for this episode brush. on part one of Rush. A eh? 
Hey, hey, I appreciated it. Yeah, and it was fun. Until the next, uh, there's nobody here to give the last word to except for uh, Russell. Why don't, yeah, why don't you take the last word? Take it. Uh, really? Go for it. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is freaking Dr. Eviler coming at you live from the Metal Nerdery 33rd floor inverted underground bunker poon studio gift shop. If you're unable to get down to the depths of the bowels of the Bunker Poon Studios, you may go check out metalnerdery.com slash merch and make a perch of some merch. Dr. Evil out. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, No, it's just three dudes, man. It's usually I'm either chugging or strumming. You know what I mean? And the way it builds is incredible. You can taste the pepper immediately. It tastes like a red pepper. It tastes like it's got like a hint of mint somewhere in there. Uh, weirdly enough, I like the pepper. It like grew on me, clicking my knee. Yeah, but there's always that one dick that's a little bit faster. <laughs> Good to know it a gangbang. Dude, if your balls were that full, you could have just told me. I should have. Our balls fell asleep. There's no sound in space. It's all bullshit. There's no moon.